Welcome to Ladies Talking Leafs. I'm Chris. And I'm Syl. And they did it, Leaf fans. Finally, 19 years without a series win is over. Uh, how are we feeling? <laughs> Here's our rattle, and we got our, uh, from 1993, got my cap. So this is our outfits for today, by the way. We got our chains here, and I'm wearing my Rick Vive captain uh my Rick Vive Captain jersey, and yeah, no, it's uh, how are we feeling, anyways? How are we feeling, Sil? Day after the big win, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm still a little shell shocked, which we'll we'll get into in a little bit. But uh, but yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm out of practice with this, Chris. You know, like uh, there there was a few years there where we were getting used to being on this side of the fence, and and yeah, so it's uh, it's difficult to kind of know how to feel it's like yeah it's so exciting i'm so happy for leafs nation i'm yeah. happy for all the fans out there i am happy beyond happy for my kids one of whom <laughs> yeah. the youngest has never been alive for a playoff series victory so right. i and you know even my my two oldest were so young the last time it happened uh one of them was like too. Uh, so they, they don't even really remember how any of this feels. Yeah. And, and certainly in their, you know, kind of, you know, early adult existence, this is all brand new for them. So like all the kids out there that were celebrating on the streets, I am so happy for them. I don't care what the rest of the hockey world thinks well, about us I was celebrating this way. I think yeah. that we totally that's deserve it. Of- yeah, that's a bunch of garbage. Like, I mean, they, it is. it's like flipping both ways, basically, right? Mm. Going from one extreme, saying, oh, 19 years, 18 years, blah, 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 without a series win, you're cursed, da, yeah. da, 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 da. And then now, oh, look at them, they're celebrating because it's like they won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not really, what we were celebrating. Even, no. it, was, it, was, it was 19 years of pent-up excitement being yeah. finally let out. And yeah. for and one, like you, I'm here like, for that. Yeah. And like you said, there's a whole generation that has not seen anything like this. So yes. um, for that, I mean, otherwise I'd probably, I'd probably, I'd definitely be down there if I was that age too, down oh, on the sure. street partying. Cause that's what we did back in oh, 93 yeah. and, and the 2000, like early 2000 that we were mm-hmm. down there celebrating, but, um, but yeah, no, it was, it was just great. Um, it was it was a great feeling, and we're s- still going going strong today. That's for sure. Yep, <laughs> finally coming down a bit. Uh, finally, you know, we have to gather our thoughts, and uh, yeah, but really, really pumped, and yeah, it was it was fantastic. Yeah. All yeah. right. So, speaking of this, you know, like we're talking about our reaction, but what about the reaction of the team? So, like. What are your thoughts on on some of the things that we saw, you know, post game and and how yeah. the team reacted? Yeah, so the I mean, obviously it was on the ice first. Um, mm-hmm. I think like just after JT scored that goal, and I don't know, I keep watching it over and over again. Morgan Riley's reaction, mm-hmm. skating like he wasn't skating. I don't even know if he went to John Tavares at all, like to <laughs> celebrate with him in the goal because all I see is this highlight of him skating to the leaf bench and he's yeah. like and just that face it reminds me of gary roberts face right like not, not so much dougie let's just say but uh-huh. dougie was a little bit skinnier i guess in the face in his in his uh when he had the black eye and everything right but uh-huh. somehow gary roberts I'm, I'm thinking of him and that face and he was and he's like screaming yeah <laughs> like, because he can't <laughs> and he's the longest tenured leaf and um yeah Right. Just I was just so happy for him. So that's the one uh, one reaction that I saw. The other one um, was after the game, I guess, Jake Muzzin um, was there meeting, uh, I guess, the players going to the Mm -hmm. room and he gave Matthews like a big, huge hug sort of thing. And it was just I I just love that to see him the way he's like he's still he's had that connection with the team all year. And just to see you feel bad for the guy, but you feel good because. He's there, and they're keeping him a part of that of the yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I, I full disclosure, I haven't seen that, but I'm probably yeah. going to go watch that on repeat right after this, because, uh, <laughs> yeah. like I said, I was so so shell shocked that I I 
I didn't, I couldn't even like, I didn't even know what to do with myself after the game last <laughs> night as far as looking at post game and all of that stuff. Uh, but for me, a couple of the other reactions that really stood out, uh, were, um, the, the Leafs bench. So like you, you mentioned Morgan Riley coming up there, but like, uh, I don't think I've ever seen the coaching staff. Like, first of all, Keith's face was like so red. I was like worried he was going to have a heart attack <laughs> and he just jumped up and uh, he could have yeah. scored like a, a like a dunked a basket. He jumped so yeah. high and uh, just they were so, so excited. And then Ryan O'Reilly, his reaction, like he just was like, I don't know. It was great. Like he. I really felt like in that moment, like he's been on our team forever and he's been through yeah. this whole journey all these years with these guys and he hasn't, but his reaction felt like that. And then Matthews giving the, the huge hug. I don't even sure. I can't remember who he hugged, but big full on hug. And then just, just, just looking to the heavens like this. I think, I, I think just it was, was like yarn so broke. I think it was Kelly Yarncroke, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But yeah, but yeah <laughs> Anyways, that part where um, he's uh, looking to the heavens, yeah. you're saying, it was just like, that's the feeling of all Leafs Nation, I think. <laughs> 100%, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, and then, um, you know, up in the press box, uh, Kyle Dubas and Spezza, you know, they're, they're our go-to guys. I think they're going to be our go-to guys for however long they go. They're always going to be looking for their reaction. Yeah. Um, but the, I just felt so good for, for him. And yeah, he was very red in the face also. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> but I thought he was going to kill Spezza. vindication. Hmm? Yeah. I thought he was going to kill Spezza like the way he just like kind of, it was almost like Spezza, he expected it, but he didn't. It was just like, he was going to knock him right over. Yeah. Like, it was, it was very aggressive happiness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. I just loved mm -hmm. that. Right. It was just so happy for, for all of them. And, um, yeah. and, and yeah, they deserve to celebrate that. Right. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, they were saying the right things after the game though. We'll get into a little bit. Of that yeah. After, yeah. hundred percent, um, which that's where my mind went to. Uh, yeah. Oh, and one more thing that I loved how they were showing and even last game as well. I loved how they showed uh, Matthew's parents Yes. Um, yeah. And I loved the, 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 how they showed the embrace of father and son afterwards. Yeah. Actually kind of makes me a little emotional. Yeah. Um, I thought that was, that just said it all to me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And the other, uh, I guess the other thing I guess you should watch and Leaf fans there, if you haven't watched already, the Leaf Blueprint, the little clip that gave mm, me tears. No, I haven't watched it yet. That gave me tears. Oh, well, I t we tweeted it out anyways, too. But I was I had some tears just earlier today. So it was just like it was just <laughs> tears of happiness. And yeah, it was great. The so one those thing, are, yeah. Go ahead. The one thing that I will say is that their little they they went back to that little puck thing <laughs> that they put the everybody's pucks in that I, I, I have criticized beyond belief leading yeah. up to this but i will say that it doesn't have the stanley cup on it like the original version the version they had before mm -hmm. when they did that um you know amazon show yeah. uh had the stanley cup in the middle this one just has oh. the leafs logo in the middle mm -hmm. and i think that mm -hmm. is a big difference is that it's it's not about the outcome now it's about yeah. the team and a lot uh, of so, uh, a lot of team like i well not a lot mm -hmm. i don't know a lot but i saw dallas stars have that same thing Actually, oh, yeah. they have a same mm -hmm. plaque they have with the pucks and yeah. whatever. But, so anyway, yeah. I just I just noticed that that little bit of a difference between the picture on it before it was the cup yeah. and this time it's <laughs> it's the Leafs yeah. logo. Yeah, I was, so <laughs> I was going to ask you about that because I knew you didn't like that last year. No, <laughs> yes. yeah. I didn't, yeah. but I, I'm okay with it because I think that they it, it it shows a mental shift in the way they're looking at it, and I think yeah. that they've taken a page out of uh, Cooper's book. Now they're looking at that process over outcome. Like that's what he likes to preach. So yeah. I think it's, uh, I think that's kind of the thinking that they have as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and another, another great reaction was uh, Biz Nasty, the spitting mm. chiclets. Yes, oh, I saw that. God. I did see that. Yes. Yeah, that was fun. I, I love that. <laughs> Can they not just get him on Hockey Night in Canada? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It would be no, so much better. I mean, how come it's okay for him to be a homer on an American feed and we can't have any homers on our national feed? Like that is yeah. to me yeah. ridiculous. I mean, they can be a homer for, for any of the Canadian teams <laughs> when it's their broadcast, but come on. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyways. I think we were both able to sync up our feed to uh, to uh, Bonesy and Ralph last night, so it was much more enjoyable. Although I will say it was also a little bit more stressful <laughs> because the reaction was just yes. so much more emotional. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. yeah, like it's a little bit more monotonous when you're listening yeah. to uh, Hockey Night in Canada. So yeah, but I love Jim Ralph though. The uh, just <laughs> just the whole yeah, what idea. What do we do now? Yeah, and no, and just to <laughs> when the penalties at during the at the start of the game when Tampa got the two penalties, mm-hmm. and it was just like he was like, okay, it's like you you know the next one like it has to come like it's going to go against the Leafs, and it was automatic like. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, I I mean, I don't know if we want to talk about that or, but one of the things, like, I actually was listening to some post game game from the, the Leafs, uh, uh, the Leafs post game podcast with uh, JD Bunkus, Sam McKee, and Justin Bourne. And they were actually talking about that and wondering why the league is so like that, where it has to be even. And I honestly think, I was thinking about that. And I honestly think it's because the kids, and referees, they all grow up in the system of, of minor hockey where it's it's fair play. It's keeping it even. It's like everybody having their chance and um, to participate and keep trying to keep it fair. I mm. actually think that that's where it comes from because it's ingrained in them to make to make it as even as possible from a very yeah. early age. And somehow like they don't need to be doing that in the professional game. But I think cause these refs kind of grow up out of that system. I wonder if that is part of the reason why it's, it's this way. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, but whatever. It didn't hurt, end up hurting us or anything. And no, it, it didn't. It, I mean, we didn't, we didn't do anything on our power plays either. But. No. <laughs> and there was a, that was a high a... sticking non-call that actually went in our favor for a change. Yeah. So that evens things up from 1993, 10 years ago. <laughs> Sort maybe of, a little that bit was, because that was in a more yeah, important game than exactly, this but yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. okay so we're going to give a shout out to at matt Cur- matt underscore curtis on twitter who gave us a thumbs up by telling us that he loves our pad- podcast so thank you so much and of course we love hearing from our listeners uh so just a reminder you can leave us a rating or a review and let us know what you think of the show it's easy on apple and spotify a simple click on spotify five stars of course <laughs> Right. We always want the five stars. Even four stars is good. But uh, no, we'll take it. Yeah, we'll take it and um, leave a comment. DM us letting us know and uh, what you think of our show. And uh, yeah, and and that uh, that just keeps us motivated, too, even though we don't we are always motivated to talk Leafs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To be fair. Yeah. We talk regardless. Pretty much tell. Yeah. And also you can um, find us on YouTube now. So please watch us and listen to us there. And if you do watch, you can see our, our different getups that we are going to wear every every show. We're going to try to amp it up a little bit more depending on how far the Leafs go. Uh, so be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and that you can find at uh, our uh, handle, which is at LTL1917. Um, and you can see videos that we post uh, after games because we are going to be going to as many of the playoff games as we can possibly go to. Um, and we post during the regular season as well. So anyway, now it's time to get on with the show. And of course, we're going to start with even more Leaf talk than <laughs> we've already had. Uh, we're going to go through uh, games four to the series clinching game six. And then we're going to run our Ladies Talking Leafs playoff highlight reel. And in a third period segment, we're going to go around the league to look at some of the other series um, and as to where they sit and the status of all these teams going into the second round. So without any further ado, let's talk Leafs. All right. So game number four. Um, yeah, that was a thriller, actually. We're going to we're going to spend a little bit of time on each one. But uh, obviously, game six, we'll talk about the most probably. Uh, but game number four was a, a a big OT win. Um, again, like it's it's unbel- it's funny how these OT wins are uh, are going in our favor this this year, but uh, which is great. Uh, <laughs> five four, Alexander Kerfoot uh, scoring the OT winner, and that was actually a comeback win too. With uh, they were down, um, like being down three to one in the in the in the third period, um, and and uh, sorry. They were down four to one, 
Yes. Right. Because they had to come back mm-hmm. three goals. Yeah. Got that wrong. But, um, but yeah, no, they came, they had this massive comeback with AM 34, Austin Matthews leading the way with the, his two goals. And you knew, or at least, I don't know, I felt it. You could see after he scored that first one to start the comeback in the third, like you could just see it in his eyes that he knew that like this was going to happen. The comeback was going to happen. And yeah. And I just, I, I just thought it all started there. And, um, of course, I didn't have the overtime winner on TV. I wasn't really watching it. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, I couldn't. But right. you know what? Like it, that's you got to keep doing it. Now I was sad to say, but <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I have to agree with you with Matthews there. Um, his reaction after he scored the first one and how he just was like just ready to rally the troops to keep going. That really yeah. reminded me of like classic Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Two minutes to go. Yeah you know, hurry up offense and just basically winning the game, like within the last two minutes, like that's, that's the same mentality. And I feel like great players show up in big moments like that. And, uh, and yeah, so he definitely was the quarterback of, of that comeback. And uh, yeah, like, honestly, we talked about it in the last um, episode with game three, how that was normally a game that we would lose. For sure, this was normally a game that basically uh, this is the difference is that in the past, if we got behind that far, they would just they wouldn't be they would wouldn't be thinking they would be thinking of the of the the game loss in the end instead of thinking of the next goal and thinking of the process and thinking of, you know, just the next play. Um, And and they they haven't done that. Yeah. And the big thing in that game, too, was like. Samsonov was I mean, he stopped the penalty shot there too on no, uh, yeah on Hegel like that to stop that and then because I mean obviously letting in the four goals what like it's obviously for goals against average like that's mm-hmm. not the greatest but again he made the timely saves in this in this series and when the, and they were big saves that was mm-hmm. one of them and then um yeah and then there was another one at, towards the end of the game before overtime I think it was uh, I think it was Nick Paul. But um, yeah, and then we, uh, yeah, we just managed to get it. And it's funny how it's, it's like the overtimes haven't been, they weren't long either. Like it was no, all. Thank goodness. Thank actually. goodness. Yeah, they weren't that long. So um, yeah, so that was game number four. And then there's game number five. Yeah, so game number five was a 4-2 loss at home. Um, Morgan Riley scored first, uh, but Tampa got uh, right back in it. And um Again, it was, it seemed like they were going for that kind of 11th hour comeback. I think Matthews scored to get us, uh, within one. Uh, but then, uh, we, they had the empty netter and we couldn't quite get it to overtime in that game. Yeah. And so, that one there, I think it's like you said, um, it's, it's like the, the air was sucked out of the building as soon as, uh, mm-hmm. I forget who scored that tying goal with, uh, I think it was Braden Point. I'm not positive on on uh, Thursday night on the on game five, but um, mm-hmm. it just because the building erupted when Riley scored that first goal, and he oh was, yeah, and he was just like with his hands, he was like hanging, like he was like so happy himself. But then, of course, there was our friend Justin Hall <laughs> that mm. kind of yeah, um, we won't bash him or anything. I think he's had an, enough of that, um, but he was on the ice for quite a number of the goals. And yeah, just to have the Tampa score the goal immediately back, it just didn't, it didn't give the crowd any, any life to, to keep it going. I mean, it was a good crowd. All the crowd there mm-hmm. at Scotiabank Arena were good. Um, but it just sucked the life a little bit out of the building right away. And then, yeah, and then we, Tampa basically fed off of that and just kept going. I mean, obviously they're, they're a good team. They're a good team great team, whatever you want to call it. I don't know right now, but, um, but yeah, so they managed to, um, to get the victory four to two um, on Thursday night. And yeah, I don't know. I was thinking after that game, I wasn't sure about the mindset of the team after that. I was just like, okay, well, I hope that I was hoping like they wouldn't start thinking about whatever oh yeah here we go again kind of thing right in the elimination games and and that's what 
basically all the haters out there. That's the, what they were saying, right? So, mm-hmm. but you know what? I I didn't get the, I didn't get that sense. I didn't get mm-hmm. that feeling, and I kind of feel like the way they sorted to come back, got back into it. It's like this was seemed to be what what they sort of have done like throughout the series is that you know they kind of gained a little bit more momentum as the game wore on. Like even if you, especially I find like looking at the face off percentages like throughout the courses of the game, like that really showed it a lot. Like we were getting really killed on the dot in a lot of the games, especially early on. But then we started to kind of chip away at that and improve as the game went on. And I kind of felt like that sort of was a microcosm to what was happening on the ice. And, but I just think that in that, in that game, for whatever reason, we just couldn't get it all the way back. And of course they should realize that, (laughs) you know, you, you, shouldn't make it that hard on yourself every time um we could we could use to have a few more games like game two but um but yeah so i didn't really kind of get the feeling that they were too down on their game overall yeah and then of course uh, that led to some of the adjustments because i think what happened also is tampa made some big adjustments like they they really cut off our zone entries and we just were not able to break through to their end a lot of the time, especially for the first part of the game. So, yeah. And um, then um, they also, obviously that, is it Taylor Janot or, or Tyler Janot? Tyler, I forget. Tyler, Tyler Janot. Yeah. yeah. He, they took him out obviously, mm-hmm. on in game. Well, he didn't play last night either. Or did, I didn't mm-hmm. hear his name. So I think that was a, a, cause I think he's injured like from that, whatever happened in the game towards the end of the regular season there, for him where his leg folded back. I, I don't know. I don't think he's a hundred percent. I don't even know why he was playing in the series, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And they put uh, another, another player in. I can't pronounce his name, so I won't <laughs> the guy, but he made, he made a difference in that game and in, in, in game number six, uh, sorry, game number five. So yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, we were there too for game number five. So that, uh, mm-hmm. that kind of sucked. Yep, they didn't <laughs> for, get the win for us that night. No. No, so uh, yeah, but then we went on to game number six, and uh, I mean, I said it, Leafs and six, right? I thought, and that's what was going on in uh, on Twitter, hashtag Leafs and six. But uh, yeah, that was, as you know, as obviously everybody knows, two to one OT win. Um, Austin Matthews got it started with uh, with a bullet of a goal. Let's just say that, and then the captain John Tavares finished it it was just yeah again i wasn't watching that part of course i was waiting no. for everybody to, te- to text me and uh i had a friend from kingston area sending me a text and uh and then of course the final person was my mom again so i think that has to i have to <laughs> she has to keep that I know. going <laughs> yeah i gotta tell you that today yes yeah but um yeah that it was just phenomenal and I guess one stat I saw too, because it wasn't OT again. I can't, I really can't believe that it's OT, but the Maple Leafs are the first team in NHL history to win three overtime games as a road team in a single playoff series. So that's pretty impressive there for that. And then I have to say to rest in peace, Johnny Bauer, but um, I mean, Samsonov had a great game too obviously throughout the series, but last night he, he was fantastic uh, as well. He was dialed in and yesterday to start the day, I retweeted uh, NHL alumni had, uh, they just gave a tribute basically to Johnny Bauer and I retweeted it for the, um, to, in his memory and our goalie Ilya Samsonov did Johnny Bauer well, let's just say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, I just i I just thought we didn't look nervous too, like at all, like from the start. No. Like, I mean, they were obviously they had the better first period, anyways. Tampa did, like you could see, like they were really pushing and all that. But we, I think, the adjustments that we going to the eleven and seven, I'll have to say that really mm-hmm. did something. And I guess all that practice at the end of the regular season, playing the last however many games that made a difference so that we didn't take any stupid, like too many men on the ice penalty or anything. Like we Mm -hmm. were focused. We, the players seemed like you said, when you texted me during the game, like they needed a little bit of time to adjust obviously, because it is different. And, um, but I think like Lilligren, Timothy Lilligren and Gustafson, they both 
for being the first time in the series. Mm-hmm. Like they both played well for the limited minutes they had. And um, yeah, I, I've, I'm sort of in a little bit of disbelief, but it's just like, it's, uh, it was, it was just fantastic, fantastic feeling. And I did my drive by to Maple Leaf Gardens on Thursday night. Um, so praying to our hockey gods and it seemed to have worked anyways for, mm-hmm. to get the, to get the win. Well, I would say that it was a ballsy move by Keith to um, go to the eleven and seven. I, yeah. I, I, that's something that I thought that they should do, and I was happy that they did that. Um, I was really shocked, though, that it was going to be uh, that that he actually had the the guts to take Hall out, and yes. I was surprised when both Lilligren, Lilligren and Gustafson got got in as well. Uh, so. And it I was, don't know. I it was funny too with Bunting with Michael Bunting. We haven't mentioned Scarborough at all. Yeah. Um, he's you. I mean, he had good shifts, obviously, sort mm-hmm. of thing. But it's just like there was you didn't no, notice any of the shenanigans. Like he, it's it was kind of no. Was, but I think neither team could afford the shenanigans. So I think that's part of the reason why there wasn't any. Because even Tampa, mm-hmm. I think the shenanigans yeah. got shut down really early because Mar- Maroons tried to start something yes. right at at the yeah. get-go there, yeah. but Shen shut that down pretty darn quick. And yeah. uh, and then after that, there was really nothing. Like, you know, I didn't no- notice Corey Perry much at all after that. And of no. course, I think that I think that he got hurt in the end as well. Um, you think he but, got hurt uh, from being hammered by uh, McCabe there? Because Jake McCabe, yeah, I think so. he hammered yeah. him pretty good. Like, he yeah. knocked him down. So that was, yeah, that was a good highlight. That's <laughs> going around Twitter so, a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I um I kind of feel like that was that, that was part of it is that both teams knew that there's they they couldn't afford any of that kind of stuff happening. Yeah. And um for- and yeah, I just, you know, I think Gustafson kind of got a, in a little bit of trouble on that first goal, but the fact that he didn't play Hall at all, I was so surprised. Like I thought that if they were going to go 11-7, he would still play, but they would just use him more for penalty killing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. um anyway, Lilligren, but he played great. Yeah. He, he did not miss a beat. I was like surprised. And he added definitely a dimension that we've been missing because what have we been missing? Uh, a D man who could break the puck out of the zone and skate yeah. with it. And he can do that. Yeah. So, yeah. And that, uh, and I think definitely to that help Giordano too. Oh, I'm yeah. So happy for him too. I didn't realize that this is his first time getting past the first round as well. Really? Yeah. In his whole I, career. Yes. Wow. I, don't know, I read. Hopefully, that's correct. Because if mm-hmm. I'm not sorry, but I I read that on uh, on one, normally the the followers like are on on Twitter. The people that were following are like um, like David Alter, Mark Masters. I'm sure it was mm-hmm. Luke Fox of Sportsnet. Um, like those are the they. That's generally when I'm when I'm thinking of things like that. It's coming from them, so they know their stuff. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, but I was so happy for him, like that. That is like he's basically part of the group in a different way. That way, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like getting past that first round, right? So that was great. Another thing that was great that can shut the people up, I guess, um, is uh, some of the people, anyways, that go with the whole thing about the core four or, the, or core five mm. now. So yeah, Luke Fox actually tweeted out that they actually, the core five puts up 42 points in the first series win. So Marner had two goals, nine assists. Matthews had five goals, four assists. Riley had three goals, five assists. John Tavares, four goals, three assists. And William Nylander, two goals and five assists. So, I mean, that pretty yep. much... They got it done. Like they, you can't say that they, the money that they're getting paid or whatever, like it's worth, like they did their job this time. They showed up, all of them. And I loved Willie. No floaters. Another reaction. Even though I still think you could see a little bit more out of Willie, but yeah. But for the most part, yeah. I love They all contributed. Like the way we spoke, we said in the, uh, our last show, I guess, I, I was mentioning how Willie, like how he said he just wants to f and win, sort of mm-hmm. thing, right? But I saw on the on the leaf blueprint on that clip, they showed him 
he had his jersey off and everything and Mitch was right in front of him and he just looks at Mitch and he's just like he's like shaking this is in the dressing room he was like shaking Mitch Mitch was like he was like like he was like confused sorry the right <laughs> but 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 Willie was just so excited just it was great to see anyways right just to see those two guys like and yeah. just part of being part of the core for so long and dealing with everything they've dealt with um, no, and yeah. I, I mean, like, I just think of their families as well. Like, you know, that like, yeah. I just think about it even from like a hockey parent standpoint, you know, like, you know, when you're a hockey parent, even if your kids are in the NHL, it still feels the same, I'm sure. And it's just everything is just bigger and more. And I can, I can hardly imagine how the parents are feeling right now as well, yeah. like all their families. So that's just, uh, uh, yeah, it's great. So, I mean, yeah. but we still have, and to a man, they all said this, oh, yeah. they haven't accomplished their anything yet. Yeah. So this is, this is great. They can put it behind them. And now we are going to move on to bigger and better things, hopefully. Yeah, no, like Mitch Marner, there's a quote here. Mark Masters tweeted it saying like, it's a, like, obviously it's, it's special, um, like for well, obviously with John Tavares and him, like being both on the like obviously Tavares scoring the winning goal, being both from Toronto and and doing that for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and they want to do they want to do something special for this team, and but they're not satisfied. Like he said that mm -hmm. he goes right, he goes. There's a lot more things ahead, and you're and we're getting ready for it or we're ready for it. So, and um, like Austin Matthews said the same thing, right? Like it's a monkey off the back or thing, but you know, there's bigger things that they're focused on. And um, yeah, it was great to hear that from, from leaders uh, of the team. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And um, the other, I guess the other stat here, one more before we get into the, um, to the highlight reel but uh the other stat i wanted to just mention was with morgan riley he had so he had four assists in game two the ot winner in game three the game tying goal in game four which sent it to ot and then an assist on the ot series winner in game six so yeah the guys he was just a beast in this uh in this series so mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just exciting and we're excited. I'm very excited to roll the ladies talking Leafs playoff highlight reel. So let's get to it and roll it. All right. So in the number three spot, we have Austin Matthews. So you could see it in game four with the comeback with scoring two goals in that game. He was on a mission. He started it off for us in game six with a rocket of a shot past Vasilevsky uh, yeah, we've already really talked about it in depth, but, uh, but he was definitely the star quarterback of, of a lot of this. And, um, yeah, he is on a mission and, uh, God, what a bulldog he is. And the, the fact that he's so solid and so strong, uh, you know, Tampa Bay uh, players were just bouncing off of him and could not get him. To, to could not strip the puck off of him, could not get him off the puck, especially yeah. on that goal when he scored that. Yeah, yeah, no, you could just see it in his eyes again, like after he scored that goal, like you knew that, like he wasn't going to let us lose that game somehow. Mm -hmm. Like it just, I don't know, I just felt that way. He, he, and like you're saying, just his his strength on the puck. I don't know what he ended up in the faceoffs, like because uh, I, it, it was interesting the way the. Like every draw, they were losing. Like at one point, mm -hmm. like it was just a. But um, but normally, like he's always pretty strong on the draw, and he was just he was just controlling the play out there, and and being the eleven and seven again. I think that really uh, it gave him the opportunity to give get more ice time, mm -hmm. and um, and playing with Mitch, and uh, I thought they would actually put Bunting up there with with them again, but they. Generally, they just stuck with, uh, well, they had Willie on there once, two or a few times with them. But, um, but yeah, no, he was definitely worthy of our number three uh, highlight reel. That's for sure. Uh, so number two is our goalie, Ilya Sammy Never Breaks Samsonov. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what, what, a, what a guy. Even on Instagram today. He actually put on his story, 
he put like the team celebrating or whatever, and he just says, keep smiling. <laughs> That's all he had is the caption. He put mm-hmm. keep smiling and I could just see it. I was just like, oh my God, it made me smile. Right. But um, yeah, he stopped that penalty shot on Hagel, like I mentioned in game four. Uh, he has three overtime wins in the series. He came up with some huge saves in game number six on Braden Point uh, with about eight minutes left, and then Ross Colton with about three minutes left. And yeah, last night, like in in that series clinching win, he he was dialed in. He was focused. Um, there was really only maybe the, I guess like the very the very first game of the series. I guess is the one that he where he was kind of swimming a little bit and maybe on- yeah, I was going to say swimming Sammy is, yeah. is in the distant memory now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was a little bit unsettled on Thursday night as well in game number mm-hmm. five, not quite as much, but, um, but yeah, no, he, he was, he was fantastic. And, um, and he has that when he is dialed in, like he just has that calmness and, and Sheldon Keefe said that too, like at the end of the game, like the team fed off of that. they, they fed off that uh, ener- that calming energy from him. Well, and- I think the fans do too. Yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. like I've I I was thinking back to previous series when we were down this way and we were you know had these overtimes or had to come back and how I I didn't feel I didn't feel that this the possibility that we could you know and it right. was just much more depressing and frustrating and I I didn't feel that same level of frustration. And I think yeah. that it's partly owed to him. And, you know, we were talking many times about how we just need a goalie to steal us a game. And yeah. he's done, basically, you could say he's done that twice in this series. So, yeah. you know, yeah. that's, that's what you need. You need somebody to be a rock back there to give our star players the time to be able to put something together in the offensive yeah. zone. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, he, he was fantastic and, uh, just knock on wood that he stays healthy. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. going to be interesting moving forward. Cause we did see Matt Murray was in, I don't know what his status is, but he was in the, uh, press box. They showed him for game number six. Um, I don't know if the, cause he has concussion. That's what he's out with. And, um, from that game versus the Habs way back when, and, um, yeah, so I don't know. It's, uh, it'll be interesting to see moving forward what what happens, but it, hopefully these extra few days off now, um, we'll just keep them, get them recharged, basically re-energized for for mm-hmm. the next series, so he can start game number one. Yeah, definitely. All right. So in our number one spot, of course, it's the captain John Tavares. So with the exception of game five, maybe he maybe he was all over this series for the most part. Uh, he had the hat trick in game two, which was definitely, I think, a statement game that set up mm-hmm. everything else that came after. So like it, it seemed like it was not as big a deal because we sort of ran over the lightning that, that game, but they all came out on a mission and he definitely was on a mission in that game. And anyway, with this overtime series clinching winner, he joins the overtime goal scorers club for the lease with players such as Bill Barilko, Lanny McDonald and Nick Borshevsky. And to say, actually Lanny McDonald, it was the anniversary of that goal last night. So that I thought was a good omen. I had so many little omens, good omens popping up throughout the day, good signs. So I actually felt pretty good going into this game, (laughs) but yeah, I, I, and literally seconds before he scored that goal. And I'm sure other people in Leafs nation (laughs) watching the game were saying the same thing, but I said, the captain has to do something here. And seconds later, you know, he gets the nice gets in, in behind the net Four checks like a son of a gun, gets the puck out. He gets he gets it out and uh, and yeah and it went in. Yeah. And, yeah, and we should before we continue talking about the game with John Tavares, but he actually he had a little girl this past week. Uh, oh so my congrats. gosh! Yeah, it was just the John Tavares Foundation uh, put that out on social media today. Um, so congratulations to him, and uh, like that's unbelievable. Like. I don't know, I guess like, cause he, it was this week. So I don't know, hopefully he was there yeah. <laughs> for it, but I mean, cause obviously that's a pretty important thing in life. And, um, and they, they, I think they needed to time that one a little better, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
but uh but yeah no um it was congratulations anyways to their to him and his family um mm -hmm. for adding another new member to Leafs Nation to uh to she has a little jersey on it's so cute and already and uh but yeah no the the overtime goal though when the, Nick Borshevsky was mentioned there I just remember I, I was when I was reading that I was looking out on my balcony here and I was remembering how Sil I was at Sills place in that year 93 and Nick Borshevsky were at her apartment in here in Toronto and uh, and I went out on the balcony and screamed <laughs> basically I woke up almost her entire neighborhood their quiet neighborhood in in Toronto and uh, I was thinking of doing the same thing but then I thought okay no that's okay I'm I'm a little bit older now maybe I should uh, be a bit calmer but um, no, but when you mentioned that though like now I'm thinking of that bench celebration right yeah. after that goal yeah. and how the city was just so you know taken up with that whole thing and it was again that same sort of relief at that yeah. time and, and that was even you know many yeah. many years of 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 misery coming oh, out yeah. of the 80s and yeah. um yeah so it's really similar feelings actually yeah it is now that you think of it like pat burns was like he mm -hmm. like when he grabbed to shake the hand and hug the guy, like it was just like his assistants, like it was it was the same. Yeah, idea. remember like the the trainer like threw yeah. up like all the and the trainer threw <laughs> that, yeah. and then they showed Cliff Fletcher in the press box, and he yeah. they were all like jumping up and everything, right? Like so, really yeah, similar, very similar. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. you're right that way. But um, but yeah, no, the captain. I mean, you can't like he definitely came through and just I was watching I've been watching that go overtime goal because I didn't see it <laughs> right live there I've been watching it practically all day long today and just he he basically hung on to the puck for so long he went up to the blue line and just kept carrying kept going with it gave it down to Marner Marner was doing something in the corner there trying to obviously keep control of it and then JT came back and and took it back from him behind the net and then he just turned around and shot it, and it it it, it went through Vasilevsky. It was just fantastic. And it wasn't it wasn't Marner. It was Nice who was back there. Oh, I don't know. I saw I saw Marner back there too. I know my eyes was on the ice, but anyways, I I was watching it so many times. Mar, I was focused on Mitch and and Riley too because after because then Joe Bowen was saying he kept saying Riley scored. Oh yeah, because it looked like he could have tipped it because he yeah. was right in front of the net, which is like. Actually, incredible that, you know, this is how it, it's, it's been so great that the, the D has kind of gotten into the play offensively yeah. because how much have we say, been saying that all, all year long that we don't get enough, uh, from our defense as far as, as goals and, um, yeah. points. And so the fact that he was right in there on goal, I think that made it difficult for Vasilevsky. And so I think they thought that uh, it was tipped, right? So, but it, it yeah. wasn't, it was tipped, but it was off a, a, a Tampa player, not a, yeah. not Riley. And, uh, all right. And a shot to uh, Islander fans out there too, because, yeah. uh, you know, they, JT got it done for you guys that you celebrated so much to get a series clinching mm -hmm. win um, years ago. And yeah, and he did it for us. So, Thank you, Islander fans, right? You could uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you're enjoying your golfing season right now. Um, yes. So I, I think that some of them are, I, I did see <laughs> that there was a comment from an Islanders fan saying that they, that they want the Leafs to do well, just not JT. But oh. anyways, oh, well. that's not possible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For one, one not to do it with the other. So anyway, yeah. uh, what, want uh, everyone to stay tuned as well later in the show. Uh, we're each going to give our star of the series and breakout star of the series as well. So now it's it's nice because we finish off our series in six and we get a few days of extra rest while we wait for the Bruins Panthers series to finish up game seven tonight. And isn't that one of the things that we ask for them to be pushed to the yeah. to game seven and to really beat on each other? So we definitely got that, which is good. So now it's time to talk a little bit about the other series that are, are still going on or completed in our third period segment. Yeah, so uh, let's start off the third period with our uh, with that series, the Panthers and the Bruins. I mean, 
I am kind of a bit surprised that they managed to <laughs> that the they managed the Panthers managed to come back in the series and uh, and and take it to seven. Now um, it didn't look good early on. No, and I guess I don't know. Matthew Kachuk wasn't even like I don't know. I was not hearing his name in that series. Like to say that he was doing what he can, but he played in game number. Six he uh, and number five too. He was a he was a force like in Boston um, to to keep it to keep the series going and and yeah I think he was the uh, he was the difference. Belbarovsky was uh, also has come to play finally. Um, I guess that Alex Lyon I think initially started the series um, yeah with Florida in goal, but and it comes down to it with Allmark. Like again, he's he. They could have this fantastic, like regular season, and everything, and they can hug their goalies the way they jump up. Though they look like idiots there at the end of every game and during the regular season. Uh, but it's not the playoffs. And Allmark had like one game, I guess, prior to this. I think maybe he didn't have a game because he played with Buffalo. So Buffalo hasn't made it in years. But uh, before he came to the Bruins, but um, but yeah, no, he's. He's not having a great series, let's just say. And there was even questions whether or not uh, in game number six, if Swayman would have got in. But they went with Almark again. And uh, yeah, that was just a crazy game. I saw like seven, it was seven to five. Like the goals were just like coming all the time. <laughs> I was just like, wow, this is a playoff game. Like that was just unbelievable the, the way the scoring was happening. It'll be interesting to see if who they start tonight. Um, if yeah. they do go with Swayman. But, um, but yeah, it's, well, you know, this is the thing. It's like when you're not tested in the regular season, it's, it's really hard to then kind of ramp it up because you're getting all of your adversity in two weeks. Yeah. So, so it's kind of tough. They didn't really go through too much hardship during the regular season. And I don't know, like, I think Bergeron did play the last game, but I'm not sure that he's a hundred percent. So, so that's kind of tough on them. Yeah, but, it's not uh, Patrice Bergeron from five, six years ago either, right? Like, no. I mean, he has miles on him. So, yeah, the injury. I mean, maybe it's a maybe he's fine, but that kind of injury or whatever the injury is, like the older you get, right? As an athlete, it's just harder to to yeah. get through it, especially in in the intensity of playoff hockey. Like, it's 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 not easy. Let's just say, yeah, um, it's like. Yeah, so I don't know. It'll be interesting. I hope they beat up on each other tonight. Like we all, Leafs Nation, I'm sure all mm-hmm. of us uh, want that to happen. And, yeah, there's uh, there's different factors, you know, when you look at like who would we rather get, you know, in the next round. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think personally. a lot of people want the Panthers. And yeah. I mean, I think that would be, I mean, they play a little bit more similar style to us. But then you've you've also got the question, like they're coming off like a, a thing, a, a series where they basically got themselves back into it. And then if they win it, then they're riding that kind of, you know, motivation and, yeah. and uh, energy. Uh, but then you talk about Boston, you know, there's, there's also a case for, for wanting to get that monkey off of our back now, yeah. you know? So yeah. why wouldn't we want, want them, you know, and maybe they are not in the best shape right now. Like, like, like we're mm-hmm. saying, because they're an older team yeah. and, and everything. So, I don't know. Hard to say. I don't really care yeah, which I don't team care we get. Personally. Well, yeah. Whoever At we get, point. we get. And I think that we can play with either of them. So yeah, that's all yeah. fine. Yeah. All right. So checking in uh, with the other series that we didn't talk about last time, we're going to start with the Canes Islanders. It wasn't really very exciting series. And <laughs> yeah. I think that Carolina, I think, has had the pretty much the easiest matchup going into this first yeah. round. Um interesting the 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 goalies they decide to go with but mm-hmm. i know you're gonna you want to do you want to talk about <laughs> uh last night's game I, the closeout I, I and who was uh, in net? it was friday night but yeah they put freddie yeah. in oh yeah i was yeah, happy friday. for freddie right he finally and then it was funny though because like because you we were wondering where where was he all series like because mm-hmm. he wasn't even backing up for i don't even know if he backed up for any of the games and he just showed up for game six I don't think he was there prior to that. And, um, and yeah, he, he played, he, that's his first series win since, um, like since playing with Carolina or sorry, with Anaheim. 
when he went to the uh when I know. were yeah, like that. So then Well that's lo- what I mean. Like he got he just got a monkey off of his back oh, too. Oh yeah. 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 And <laughs> all the Leafs ghosts that <laughs> yes. even went to other teams are now yeah. done. And I think well, what they somebody said on Twitter was hilarious because they said because he won that on Friday night and got his the monkey off his back, that's a good omen for the Leafs for last night on, on Saturday night, right? Like it's just gonna go into, into our game, right? And I mean, it happened, but whatever. I mean, it's just so funny how we connect all these things. It's kind of silly, but <laughs> only whatever. Leafs Nation would do yeah. that. <laughs> only we, only Leafs Nation would think of that, right? As a yeah. as a good omen. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, I'm happy for Freddie. And actually, speaking of other like previous players, like during the whole 19 year thing, like you think of guys like like JVR and Bozak and like Kadri, even even though he's still playing with, uh, or he, well, they're all still playing, although I don't know about Bozak, but like Fanuf, like actually, I was surprised Dion Fanuf, like on his on his social media, he's not really like the team gave him quite a bit recently. I think it was last season, like they honored him um, for for what he did for the organization. He still has a strong connection with Morgan Riley, and um, but he doesn't put nothing on his like nothing to do with the Leafs. He's he's always on vacation. It's almost like the Joffrey Lupul thing, like he's always showing. <laughs> vacation photos nothing to do with the leaves but anyhow i wonder with these uh alumni got like or not alumni but these former players how they like i'm sure they're still connected with um like with this core like because mm-hmm. bozak and and jvr like they were here in the start when they when they were just coming in right yeah so, they were a good line together actually yeah. with marner and I'm sure that they've uh, that they send texts back and forth, that sort of thing. It would be cool to to know that. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so um, yeah, going back to the Canes and Islanders, though Islanders are done. Um, so Pierre Engvall can't be a star anymore, uh, scoring all those goals that he did. <laughs> and uh, he scored a few too many, yeah. or they they yeah. would be in the I next think- round. I think with Islanders, I think it was just their goalie, Sorokin. He was just, mm-hmm. he he was fatigued, I think. Like, it just... Well, yeah, because yeah, he just, basically, they played him into the ground pretty much during yeah. the season. And, um, yeah, it's too bad. But, again, that's the same sort of thing is that you, with a lot of these goalies, you just don't know what you're going to get. And, yeah. I mean, a lot of people could say the same thing about Samsonov. Like, he's still somewhat unproven, but... You know, he's he's passed this first hurdle and some of these guys, it's going to take a few more disappointments to maybe get there. So, yeah. And uh, despite Sebast- having great seasons. One thing, uh, I guess, Sebastian Ajo of the Canes, because <laughs> there's the two, which I keep getting mm-hmm. confused. There's one on the Islanders as well with the exact same name. Uh, but the one on the Canes, he had an awesome series as well uh, mm-hmm. for, for the Hurricanes. So, yeah. So congrats to Freddie and the Canes. And they don't do that whatever it is the uh what do they call it the storm surge thing they don't do that in the playoffs but no that's good yeah, that's good <laughs> yeah that'd be really really annoying and lame yeah it was all right so <laughs> anyway let's cover yeah. a couple more and but we're yes. gonna make it have to make it a little bit uh brief yeah so the wild <laughs> not go on too long <laughs> so the wild and the stars uh stars took the series in six games with that the wild basically were they had a big loss there eric that Erickson Eck, uh, he had uh, he was out for the series, I think, or maybe he only played the first couple of games, but he got injured, so that really hurt them. And uh, I don't know, Stars just look like a big team, like what, they look like a big mean team. I saw Jamie yeah. Ben Jamie Ben's uh, face, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that's like he's a competitive guy. And Jake Ottinger in goal, it's fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I I saw a bit of that series and. Um, Stars deserve to win that one. Um, but uh, yeah, that's all I have to say for that one. Well, shout out to our producer, Alex, uh, for that one, because he's a Dallas Stars fan. So um, he will be very happy that they're going on to the next round. So the next game, uh, next series we're going to look at is the Avs Kraken. Now, this is kind of a little bit shocking because who would have <laughs> thought that uh, Colorado the last year's Stanley Cup champions would be taken this far by the Seattle Kraken, who is like their this is their sophomore season in the NHL as an expansion team. But very much similar to how Vegas was when they first started, Seattle has got a lot of really good teams, uh, really good players. They play as a team. There's not too many guys that you know stand on their head, and 
the story there is is Grubauer in in net for the Kraken, and mm-hmm. he played for yeah. the Avalanche before. So um, yeah, he's mm-hmm. really showing up uh, for his current team now. Yeah. Yeah, no, he is. That's I. I was reminded of that when I was watching a little bit of their game uh, six the other night, and um, yeah, the Kraken. I mean, you got to obviously give them kudos to them for taking it this far. I, I wanted them to finish in six, but uh, I was hoping that they'd win. But they're going to go seven, and I don't know. I think uh, I think Colorado is going to take it because just because it's at home. Mm-hmm. But you never know. Yeah, and, um, I mean. And they should be able to find a way. Yeah. But again, it just shows that any team can do damage in yeah. this first round. And it doesn't matter, you know, what yeah. you've done before or how good you, you were in the season. Yeah. Um, I think they have struggled this season, the Avalanche. It hasn't been the easiest run for them. Oh, for the, sure. the cap constraints have definitely, you know, put a number on their team. And they, they, they're missing a lot of key components that they couldn't mm-hmm. keep. Um, yeah. But, but, you know, with Nathan McKinnon and, and Kale McCarr, you've always got a chance, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then the Kraken don't have Jared McCann that we were talking about before mm-hmm. the show, um, who's a 40 goal scorer, I believe. And, um, right. so that takes a lot of the, out of their offense, um, from that hit that he took from, uh, <laughs> from Kale McCarr. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll, uh, we'll see what happens to that one going to seven and, um, yeah, and just the, I guess the quick mention, uh, going the the Jets losing to Vegas uh, in five games. Won't get too much into that. Uh, <laughs> that was quite interesting. What uh, Rick Bonus said after the after the game, yeah. calling out the players there. And um, yeah, no, if, if that was a Leaf coach saying that, oh, yeah, <laughs> they no. would never play in the league again. No, <laughs> no. And uh, and then the Oilers beating the Kings in six games again. I was. I like uh obviously we 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 all like Leaf Station loves uh, Zach Hyman. Um and he did turn up to the I was saying to Sil because last show I said that Zach Hyman wasn't doing much and then like that next game it was game number four, I think it was for the Oilers, and uh he scores the OT winner or <laughs> he scores in that game. So that was mm-hmm. that was kind of funny. But uh yeah, so they're they're done in, in six games as well. And Dry was a beast in that series, really. Mm-hmm. He was the, if he wasn't playing behind Connor McDavid, I think like, like everybody in the league would be talking about Leon Draisaitl. I think the way he played in that. Um, yeah, absolutely. He, he is built for the playoffs, I think much more so than, than McDavid in a sense, like McDavid, obviously everyone's going to, every team that plays him, they're going to key on him a lot. Yeah. And, but Draisaitl's style, he's a big body. He's more of a power forward type of guy. Uh, he's got a different style of game that really lends itself well to playoff success, I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now we get to wait and see who the Leafs will play in round number two while still enjoying this huge first round uh, series win. Um, And before we go, though, we want to just each, like we mentioned before, we're each going to give our star of the series and our breakout star of the series. So, so uh, I am going with uh, Ilya Samsonov. Uh, as we mentioned, you know, you, we've got we've we've been yearning for a goaltender that we feel that we can really trust back there. He had a, a sort of a, a tough start to the series, but once he got his feet under him, he was so solid. And like like we said, he stole a couple of game games for us, and he basically has given you know, time and opportunity for the, for our stars to be able to be stars because nobody is worried about what's going on back in, in that end. So, uh, yeah, so definitely kudos to him and, um, and a shout out to all the people blocking shots in front of him as well. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. All right. And, I'm going with, well, we're both really going with both of these players, but uh, Morgan Riley is uh, the others, the, our star, my star of the series. Um, I, we already went through all the stats and what he did during the, during the series. He was just so key to it and uh, a key to, to winning it. And uh, I just love before the game, uh, before this game number six, he said, 
We're confident in our group. We are here for a reason. We've played good hockey. We beat them in the series before. So we believe we can do it again. And there is no doubt. So like he's a cat, like he's captain material, really. Like, I mean, he's, he's, he's the longest tenured leaf. He did, he did everything in this series. Uh, like, I don't know. I see him as like a bonafide number one, the way he, the way he played in this series. Um, just the minutes that he played and, and just the way he controlled, uh, he controlled the play on the, on the ice when he was on. And, um, yeah, so he's, he's my, uh, he's my star of the series. Definitely. And he's totally deserving of that a hundred percent. Yeah. And I love um, his dad, and- his dad. Yes. He's <laughs> yeah. So now we do have a couple of breakout stars as well. I, I it's always going to take some other guys to show up and chip in and do some things that they, you know, are kind of outside of themselves that they aren't normally known for. And in this series, uh, we have two people that we want to give a shout out to. And that one is Matthew Nyes and the other is Luke Shen. Um, I'll talk about Matthew Nyes a little bit. So yeah. personally for me, cause I just, I love this kid so much. Uh, he has, he was inserted, like who would have thought that there would be something good that came out of bunting suspension. But if there, <laughs> if you could say that he is it because he wouldn't have gotten into the series if it wasn't for that, probably unlikely. Yeah. And uh, the, the poise that he's been able to show, the the skill set that he's shown, he's been on the ice for all three of the overtime goals and contributed mm. to the plays. So definitely kudos to the kid. It remains to be seen how much he's going to play in this next round. I do think he's maybe getting a little bit tired. So I think he's played a lot of hockey in a short period of time. Um, so maybe he needs a little bit of a break, but, uh, but knowing, you know, that the, the, the coaches have a lot of trust in him and, uh, he will, you know, perform when, when needed. So definitely a breath of fresh air, that kid. Yeah. And we have, uh, like we have an amazing like training staff and, and Mm -hmm. medical staff like to, to, I guess to to help him get through hopefully what is going to be a long playoff uh, mm-hmm. run here. But and Luke Shen, I mean, former Leaf, current Leaf. <laughs> what more can you say with the way uh, he was? I I put it on our Instagram story. Like he, the joy in his face, like he was hugging um, John Tavares. Like after he scored, it, it's just a it's just a great thing. I I put it on the um, I put it on our story anyways. But he's like the minutes that he played for like just his, his eight, like, I don't know exactly how old he is <laughs> right now, but I mean, he's an older, obviously NHL defenseman playing those hard. I think minutes. he's around JT's age. Yeah. Okay. He's like 32 or ish. Something okay. like that. Oh, okay. So he's not that old yet then. Okay. No, he's not uh, for hockey player <laughs> universe. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, right. Like, uh, cause that's definitely not old in the early thirties, but um but yeah, so I mean, he did everything. I get. I think it helped that like he played for Tampa before too. Oh, for and, sure. Yeah, like it just knowing the little games that they play and and all that, like just with Maroon and Perry and all that, like it's just he was able to to just keep a check on that. And um, yeah, I just I just I just think it's it's great that he's back and and he's a person too that he. Like he, he openly said, like he has um like an appreciation, more of an appreciation of being a Toronto Maple Leaf now, um than like when he was originally here when it was really obviously it was a it was a tough go at that mm-hmm. time. But yeah, so um, what I, what I would say though for him though is that you know beyond all of these other intangibles, like he, his play on the ice has been like a lot more than we thought we were going to get. Like we got him mm-hmm. for his toughness for yeah. his stay at home play, yeah. Yeah. but who knew that we were getting uh, the closeted Bobby Orr coming in to play, you know, like the, the, the actual plays he's made, the way he's been able to break the puck out of the zone. The fact that he's so solid back there, which has been able to give Morgan Riley the ability to elevate his game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think those are all things that we didn't think we were going to get when we signed him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, but yeah, so we're going on to round number two. Um, and a rem- just a reminder, we're going weekly uh, with our podcast. So hit that follow button wherever you listen to us and don't miss any of our shows. 
Um, also be sure to follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Our handle is at LTL1917. And be sure to leave us a rating or review and let us know what you think of the show. It's easy on Apple and Spotify. Like we mentioned at the start of the show, you just have to click five star. And, um, and it's important for our show to get exposure as a source for leaf content. And we thank you for taking the time. Another way to help us out is by visiting our Kofi page at Kofi.com. You can follow us there. And if you choose to, you can support us by buying us a coffee. Any donation goes towards helping us produce the show and making it even better for you. So you can find the link to our Kofi page on our show notes or in any of our social media profile pages. Yeah. And, uh, Taking the time, as always, we want to thank our healthcare workers and first responders for everything that they do. And thanks for listening and watching. Till next time, go, go leaves, leaves, go! go.